Are you a mom launching kids into adulthood? If so, you need to know about my Empty Nest Mom Retreat. It is the gathering for moms who have at least one child over the age of 18 or who have launched them all and have a full empty nest. September 27th through the 29th are the dates, and Cedar Lake Retreat Center in Cedar Lake, Indiana is the place. You can fly into Chicago airports and drive to Cedar Lake in a little over an hour. Come join me. Best value registration is available through May 27th, and space is limited to just 100 moms, so don't delay. Check out jillsavage.org slash retreat to register today. You're listening to the No More Perfect Podcast, where we talk about strengthening the relationships that mean the most to you. I'm Jill Savage, and I live in normal Illinois. I'm committed to talking honestly about the messy, less than perfect, but normal stuff of life. I'm so glad you've joined me. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the No More Perfect Podcast. And today is a bonus episode day. It's when we bring you a little bit of podcast goodness as a thank you for hanging with us in podcast land. Uh, We try to keep these short, sweet, and to the point, and Mark is joining me for it. Hey, friends. So um, today, our topic is our stories do not define us. And what a blessing that is. Yeah. But we need to understand that they do refine us. Yes. If we'll let it, if we'll choose that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is huge, you know, with the the uh, individuals and the couples that we work with in our coaching and through our courses, uh, it, this is a topic that comes up quite often is that when we go through a hard period of life, maybe when we even make some poor choices, right? Right. That, mm-hmm. um, that it can feel like those stories define us. I even think that people who have struggled with what others have said about them, mm-hmm. how that has even defined them. Mm-hmm. And man, the truth is that we are not defined by our actions or by others, but we can be refined. Mm-hmm. Right. Although if we're not in a good mindset, we will let those things define us. Oh, absolutely. And what we want to do is we we literally want the self-talk that says, I'm not going to let this define me. I'm going to let it refine me. Mm-hmm. The decision to mm-hmm. choose refinement. Mm-hmm. Right. And this was, I, I remember after your infidelity, I remember, and then after you made the U-turn and we were starting to heal, my number one prayer request, my number one concern is that you would let this define you. Because up to that point, you had dealt with a lot of shame Mm -hmm. in your life. And when we Mm -hmm. say shame, we mean that the words, negative words were always the narrative in your brain about who you were was always shame based. Right. So I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. 
I'm an idiot. I, I never get it right. Those are shame-based messages. And my number one concern was that you would stay there. Oh, right. That I would, that I would stay stuck in being defined by yet another failure or another bad choice or another whatever. And what's crazy is you look back over my life and all of those statements that I made really weren't true. No, they weren't. I wasn't making bad choices. Like everybody, we have bad choices that we make. Most definitely an affair was not a good choice. Right. This is so true for all of us that all of those negative thoughts that want to convince you that they're true, they're not. Right. Right. And so I think, you know, as I was uh, really thinking about this topic and what we might share, one of the things that I feel like God kind of gave me is that when we're defined by our stories, when we're defined by our decisions, when we're defined by the things that happen to us, that brings about shame and shame causes us to be stalled. Right. But when we're refined, it actually comes out of the freedom found in finding our identity in Christ. And that actually results in growth. Yeah. And we don't want to be stalled. We want growth. Right. We want freedom. And exactly. And Mm -hmm. the refining in and of itself is growth. Right. I mean, it's when we're refined um, and, and that's not always an enjoyable process. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, it's most certainly not easy. Right. It's because we have lessons to learn. We have to sometimes change behaviors. We have to fight against our old, uh, patterns that work to convince us to keep doing the same old thing. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Right. But that is where we ultimately end up. Right. When we're like, okay, I'm going to let God uh, refine me in this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, ultimately that is why I created the weight is not wasted course that we Mm -hmm. offer because during our dark year, right? Um, I determined that I was going to allow God to refine me, whether mm-hmm. my marriage made it or not. Mm-hmm. I had some growth that I needed to do, right? And so, and definitely, I saw that in you, and I saw the choices that you were making to grow. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, it's what the Lord calls us to uh, in Scripture in First Corinthians 13 to grow up. Yeah. First Corinthians 13. I think it's verse 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and the and First Corinthians 13 is the love chapter. But in essence, it says, when I was a child, I thought like a child. I spoke like a child. I reasoned like a child. But when I became a man, I gave up my childish ways. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that growth is calling us to give up our childish ways, whether it's our thinking, the way that we relate to one another, right? the way we handle conflict. Man, sometimes some of us just revert back to toddlers. <laughs> I started to say 10-year-olds, but yes, toddlers. Yeah. When we are when we have conflict. 
And God's like, no, I want you to grow up. Mm -hmm. I want to refine you in this. Yeah. That is maturity. And I think of the, the phrase that people sometimes say, you can either get, you can either get bitter or get better. Right. It's kind of the same idea mm-hmm. because if we let our either our circumstances, because maybe our circumstances aren't of our own choice, but mm-hmm. they are of our spouse's choice or our child's choice. Or so we're dealing with someone else's circumstances. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that can even define us if yes. we're not careful. But, um, and then we can certainly grow bitter, but if we will let them refine us and like, okay, Lord, this is a growth opportunity for me, help me to see what I need to do to grow. And it kind of even, I think of one of the things that I talk about is a lot of people will ask why, why is this happening to me? And I think that- Do you ever ask why? I actually don't. I know. We just talked about it. <laughs> we did. I ask why for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am better, way better about that anymore. I mm-hmm. don't uh I don't wallow in the why. I really have moved to a guy who accepts and trusts that God is in control mm-hmm. and I don't have to ask why. Yeah. Well, you the conversation you and I had the other day yeah. is I don't even remember how we started it, but we were talking about we were talking about asking why and I said I have I never ask why and the reason is because I already know the why. Hmm. Which is this is a broken world. Yeah. And I see full nothing, of broken people. Full of broken people and 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 broken situations and I don't see anything in God's word that says, if you follow him and do all the right things, you won't have any pain in your life. There's there's nothing. Right. But that is the message that's perpetuated out there from. It, just in general. Yeah. But it's not based upon truth. Right. There it's really the world's message. And sometimes as Christ followers, we hop on that same bandwagon to say, if you do the right thing, you won't have bad things happen to you. Yeah. And there is nothing. Now it says, you know, if you follow, I mean, in general, there's, you know, messages that are like, you will experience blessings. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I can even say during our, our dark season, I experienced blessings, but it's not, you know, God's not a vending machine that we put in the right behaviors and we get the right circumstances. It doesn't Mm -hmm. happen that way. So no, I don't think we should ever ask why. I think we should ask what. Mm -hmm. What do you have for me in this season? How do you want me to learn? What what is something new I need to understand about you, about myself, about people, about communication skills, about listening, about whatever, Mm -hmm. um, trusting you. And that's what refining looks like. Right. It totally is. I, uh, you know, going back to after we were uh, recovering from my affair, Mm -hmm. uh, I did in the beginning wrestle with wearing that scarlet A, Mm -hmm. uh, the A being adulterer. 
Mm-hmm. And that I felt everybody saw me as an adulterer. But then as I I was really working to grow in Christ in a new way, in yes. a healthy way, in a legitimate way, that I began to realize I cannot let this define me. Mm-hmm. Did I mess up? Yes. Is it going to be a part of our story? Yes. Does that define my future? No. Does it define who I'm going to be from this point forward? No. Because I'm refined by the God of this universe, our creator God, father God, daddy God. And especially he was refining you on um, who he was. Right. Who you were in him. Mm -hmm. That was a part of your refinement. And that was huge. And not to say... That the that you didn't have to experience consequences, you did. Oh, and I did. Yeah. Just because you don't let something define you and you're letting it refine you doesn't mean that you haven't broken trust and you now have to rebuild trust. Right, which I did. Which I had to rebuild did. trust, not only with you and the kids, but with others, uh, family members, mm-hmm. uh, acquaintances, friendships that I had hurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was huge. But I did it as a refined man, not as a defined man. Yes, exactly. That blows my mind. I'm sitting here as we're talking. I'm thinking of that uh, older worship song, Refiner's Fire. Yes. You talk about fire. There's heat. Yeah. (laughs) Refiner's Fire. My heart. Let's see. Oh, gosh. My heart's desire. Is to be holy. Mm -hmm. Set apart for you, Lord. Mm -hmm. I want to be holy. Yeah. And the concept of refiner's fire is that when we, that, that gold and uh, precious metals are refined by heating them up, the impurities Mm. raise to the top so they can be skimmed off. Right. And that is also what happens in our life. Right. We get heated up and so that the impurities can raise to the top. But if we have a define mindset, mm-hmm. then those re- impurities are just going to stay there. Right. If, if anything, we have, we're going to hold on to them and keep them mm-hmm. to ourselves and keep thinking that I need those. I can't let them go. Well, because, you know, this is this is what I did or this is who I am. Mm-hmm. But when we have that refined perspective, we're letting God skim that off and we're leaving the old behind. This is part mm-hmm. of the reason you and I call ourselves Mark and Jill 2.0. Right. But uh, becoming Mark and Jill 2.0 required that there would be a Mark 1 or 2.0 and a Jill 2.0. And even if our marriage hadn't made it, mm-hmm. then if we we still could have been refined by that. Like, I think God, I mean, God's heart was our, that our marriage, but let's just say, you know, you didn't make that U-turn and, um, and, you know, the answer to my prayers was not what I had hoped. Um, but God could have still refined me. Right. That. And I have no doubt that he would, because he already was. I was was sitting. Yes. I was thinking that. that. He was, and it was obvious. And had that not happened, I think you would have probably wallowed in being defined by it until you eventually would have surrendered. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that you've surrendered first and, and we were able to, you know, for our marriage to be restored. Right. Right. But because of the mindset you were in, mm-hmm. I think that there that might have happened for a little while because you were definitely being defined by it all in the middle of the mess. Right. Well, but, I walked into the mess, a defined man defined by my lies, mm-hmm. uh, lies that I believe, lies that had been said or uh, perpetuated, uh, unrealistic expectations. Mm-hmm. All these things were creating that defining image that I held to. Yeah. And uh, in a way, it wasn't until God asked me to relinquish that, that I could surrender Mm -hmm. and that I would surrender to him and his ways. Yeah. And that is letting it go and being in a mindset Mm -hmm. of, Lord, I don't know what to do. You're going to have to show what to do. And and God showed you each step of the way right? through his word, through... The prompts of the Holy Spirit. He mm-hmm. showed you what to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I, yeah. I, one thing I, I just, it came to me is that uh, when in the affair, mm-hmm. when I knew that I needed to stop what I was doing and really pursue you and my family, it was a brief moment that inside of me, I was like, I can't do it. I I I had a definer's thinking yes. that I have to keep going. I might as well divorce. I might as well wallow in self-pity, live with what I... The mess I've made. The mess I made, live with uh, the choices I've made. And I am so grateful that the Lord showed me that I didn't have to do that, mm-hmm. that I... Uh, I kept saying, I don't know what to do, but deep down, I did know what to do. And it took incredible courage, but a big act of surrender to to actually do the right thing without knowing the outcome or the whole journey that like God... Like the whole would, big picture, like what do all Right, what's God going like? to do? He I only gave you the... He only shined the light on the next step. And, right. 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 And then after that, he began, he would shine the light on the next step. Right. Yeah. Right. I think if we knew the whole big picture, we'd be overwhelmed by it. Oh, scared to death. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know what you've gone through, but I know you've gone through something uh, that, you know, for those of you that are listening, because we all do, this world is a broken place. Mm-hmm. And so are you going to let it define you and you're going to sit in shame and be stalled? Or are you going to let it refine you where you can experience a freedom and and experience Mm. the growth? So wrap your brain around growth being the goal. Um, I think that's what God, Mm -hmm. that's the maturity, us becoming more like Jesus all the time. And that's the power of allowing God to refine us and not allowing our stories to define us. Would you close in prayer? I will. Father, I I do praise you. I thank you. I celebrate you. I'm just uh, humbled by you and your refining work. Lord, uh, to the ones who are uh, defined by their choices and they can't let go, Father, I pray that you would uh, rescue them Mm -hmm. from shame from Mm -hmm. rejection, from Mm self-rejection, from fear, 
And Father, that you would lead them to the hope in Christ, to the uh, resurrection in Christ, to the freedom we have in Christ, because it's all in him that we have it. And it's to you that we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And if you need help with that journey, reach out, let us know. We each uh, meet with folks individually, uh, as well as uh, with the couples that we work with. Uh, So all you have to do is go to markandjill.org slash coaching, markandjill.org slash coaching. You can see all the options there. Thanks for joining me today on the No More Perfect podcast. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe and follow so you don't miss any future conversations. You can find the show notes and links to anything we talked about over on jillsavage.org slash podcast. I hang out on Facebook and Instagram and would love to connect with you there. You can find me under the name jillsavage.author. One more thing, we have three free ebooks that we'd love to give you. You can find them at jillsavage.org slash free. See you next week where we'll have another conversation about the real stuff of life and relationships.